الحمد لله رب العالمين له الحمد الحسن والثناء الجميل وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له يقول الحق وهو يهدي السبيل وأشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه والتابعين لهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد These series inshallah ta'ala that we started yesterday is on every Friday night and Saturday night It's not a lesson but rather a heart-softening lecture. The purpose behind it is that every day of this month of Ramadan, you can take benefits. Your iman can increase and it can bring you closer to Allah Azza wa Jalla. Uh, the days that you benefit from in these days. Today I want to speak about al-khashya, an action of the heart to fear Allah Azza wa Jalla. The Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he entered upon a young boy one day. Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, دخل على شاب The Messenger entered onto a young boy. وهو في الموتي, the boy was about to die. He was on his deathbed. He was dying. The Messenger said to him, كيف تجدك? How do I find you? What's your situation like? How are you? And then he said to him, Wallahi ya Rasulallahi, O Messenger of Allah, inni arjullaha, I hope from Allah, Jannah, and I hope from Him. Wa inni akhafu dhunubi, and I fear my sins. I hope from Allah, and I am also scared of His punishment because of the sins and the shortcomings that I've come with. Then the Messenger said to him, La yajtami'ani, these two are not found in a person, fi qalbi abdin, in a heart of a slave. In this particular situation, in his last moments, except Allah will give him what he wants. Allah will give him what he's hoping for. And Allah will give him safety from what he fears from. No one has hope and fear simultaneously, both of them, except that Allah will give him what he hopes for. And Allah Azza wa Jalla will protect him from what he fears from. Brothers, we need to be scared of Allah Azza wa Jalla. The best people, the best of people were scared. They were scared of Allah Azza wa Jalla. They were scared of his punishment. Allah said about the believers in the Quran, Allah said about them, Allah says, when the verses of Allah is read on them and the verses are recited on them and they remember Allah their hearts tremble they get scared they get nervous they get worried the disbelievers the criminals they don't Allah said about them Allah said about the wrongdoers, the criminals, their hearts are like the stone, the rock. It's become qaswa, darkened, tainted. They're not worried, they're not concerned, they're not scared. They live this life as it goes by. Allah said about them, the disbelievers, their situation is, they eat, they drink, 
they enjoy themselves as it comes by. Don't care. Like in the believer, he's scared. He's scared of what? The punishment of Allah. And he's hopeful of what? The paradise and the Jannah of Allah Azza wa I want to mention the virtue of khashya and the benefits that come with it. The Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam his companion, Ammar ibn Yasir, one day he led a prayer. Ammar ibn Yasir, he led a prayer and he shortened the prayer. And when he shortened the prayer, the people disliked what Ammar ibn Yasir did. They said, the salah was too short. Why did you lead us a very short prayer? And then he said to them, Alam utimma ruku'ah? Did I not complete the ruku' was sujooda and the prostration, the sujood? Was it not complete? Did I not do what I should? No, they said, you did. And then he told them, فَإِنِّي قَدْ Allah. I made a supplication in my, in my prayer. بِدُعَاءٍ A supplication سَمِعْتُهُ مِنْ رَسُولِ I heard this from the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And this is the dua he made. اللهم بعلمك الغيب Oh Allah, with, your un, with the unseen of the knowledge that you have, Allah has the knowledge of the unseen. وَقُدْرَتِكَ عَلَى الْخَلْقِ And your strength over the creation. أَحْيِنِي Give me life. مَا عَلِمْتَ الْحَيَاةَ خَيْرًا لِي As long as living is good for me. وَتَوَفَّنِي O oh Allah, take my life. إِذَا عَلِمْتَ الْوَفَاةَ خَيْرًا لِي If dying is a, the best thing for me. اللهم O oh Allah, إِنِّي أَسْأَلُكَ I ask you. كَلِمَةَ الْإِخْلَاصِ The word of testimony. I ask you, لا إله إلا الله. When I'm angry and when I'm happy. And I ask you moderation. When I'm poor and when I have money. People go overboard with money. And some people go overboard when they, are pov- they have poverty. And they are poor, they go negligent towards Allah. I ask you to give me moderation. Oh Allah. And oh Allah, I ask you to fear you in the unseen when no one can see me I'm by myself I'm alone behind closed doors in the dark room oh Allah I ask you but I am scared of you when no one can see me and when the people can see me oh Allah I fear you Allah, I ask you subhanahu wa ta'ala that I am pleased with what you have destined for me what you have written for me, I'm pleased with it. وَأَسْأَلُكَ oh اللَّهَ I ask you, نَعِيمًا لَا Happiness that never ends. وَقُرَّةُ عَيْنِ لَا تَنْقَطِعُ And a continuous joy. وَلَذَّةَ الْعِيْشِ بَعْدَ الْمَوْتِ And a happy life after death. وَلَذَّةَ النَّظَرِ إِلَى وَجْهِكِ And I ask you the joy and the opportunity of seeing your face, O oh Allah, the Day of Judgment. And that you place in my heart the want and the desire to want to meet you. وَجَعَلْنَا oh Allah, make us hudatan muhtadin, ones who are guiding and ones who guide others. What I want from the dua was what? Oh Allah, I ask you to place in my heart fear for you in private and in public. He said, this dua, Nabi Muhammad used to make this. He used to beg Allah to give him khashya in private and public. Brothers, 
Do you know what the ayah means? Inna Allah ya'muru bil adli wal ihsani wa ita'i dhil qurba. We all hear this verse, right? The Imam says it on Friday, correct? What does it mean? Inna Allah ya'muru bil adli. Allah commands adl. The scholars, they said it means that your private and your public affairs is the same. Inna Allah ya'muru bil adli. Adli means justice. Justice in what? That both of your actions are just, they're fair. Privately and publicly. Well, ihsan, it means what? That you're more tough and strong and more behind closed doors than you are in public. You know why the scholars they took from that ayah? Inna Allah ya'muru bil adl wal ihsan. Ihsan means you're even, you're even greater and better privately than publicly. And some of the scholars they took from that. Because husna is a person who's strong behind closed doors. He's the one who deserves the day of judgment to see Allah. And he deserves for Allah Azza wa Jalla's face to be seen by him. Brothers, I'm going to mention to you some examples of the khashya of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa Muhammad one day stood up and he gave a khutbah. He gave a khutbah alayhi salatu wasalam. And when he gave the khutbah, the Sahabi Anas ibn Malikin, he said, مَا سَمِعْتُ مِثْلُهَا قط. I never heard a khutbah like this. مَا سَمِعْتُ مِثْلَهَا قط. I never heard a khutbah like this ever. And from the things that he said was, لَوْ تَعْلَمُونَ مَا أَعْلَمْ If you all knew what I knew, لَضَحِكْتُمْ قَلِيلًا وَلَبَكَيْتُمْ كَثِيرًا You would have, la- you had, would have laughed very little, and you would have cried a lot if you knew what I knew. The Messenger said this, alayhi salatu salam. The companions straight away they covered their faces and they started to cry. The noise filled up the masjid. Radiallahu ta'ala anhum. Abdullah ibn Buraida mentioned a story, and this story, I, I know it's very tough and it's a very strong story, very strong, very, very strong story, but I need to mention it because it has a very powerful lesson in it. Abdullah ibn Buraida mentioned, Anna Ma'iz ibn Malikin al-Aslami, a companion by the name of Ma'iz, came to the messenger, and he said, Ya Rasulullah, inni qadhalamtu nafsi, I have transgressed on myself by committing zina. After marriage, I committed zina. The Messenger sallallahu alayhi he said to him, the man then said, وَإِنِّي أُرِيدُ أَن تُطَهِّرَنِي And I want you to purify me from this wrong action that I did. فَرَدَّهُ The Messenger said, leave me, go, go. The man came back. فَلَمَّا كَانَ مِنَ الْغَدِّيَأَتَهُ The second day the man came back. He said, O oh, Messenger of Allah, I've committed zina. After marriage, I want you to purify me. The messenger turned him back the second time. He came back on the third day. The messenger, وسلم, before he could come, he had sent a companion to this man's family to find out if he's insane. And they came back and they said, he's sane. He's not insane. He's a sane man. The messenger, وسلم, when he was informed of that, the man came and the messenger وسلم, commanded his companions to stone him. And he was killed. Khashya. He was scared of the sin that he committed. 
after he was killed, the woman who he committed the zina with, who was aware of what took place, came to the messenger. He said, Ya Rasulullah, Ya Messenger of Allah, I want you to commit, I want you to purify me from the action that I did. He turned her away. She said, are you going to turn me away like you turned away Ma'iz? The messenger turned her away. She said, Ya Rasulullah, I am not lying, I did commit zina, I am pregnant. He then said to her, go and give birth to the child. She gave birth to the child, after nine months or so, she came back. She said, Ya Rasulullah, I gave birth, here's the child. She wrapped the child with a cloth. The messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said to her, go and breastfeed this child for two years. All of this he was trying to avoid doing anything to her. After two years of breastfeeding, she brought the boy or the, or the child back with a bread in his hand and he could sit. The Messenger وسلم, when he came and he entered upon the when she came and entered upon the messenger, the Messenger slightly turned away from her. She came in front of him and she said, Here I am. Here's this my child. He can sit down and I've breastfed him for two years, as you told me. Now purify me. The Messenger وسلم, then he done the capital punishment on her. She was stoned to death. And when she was, Khalid bin Walid hit a stone on her head. And that stone, the blood that gushed hit the face of Khalid. And so Khalid wiped the blood off. He insulted her. The woman who committed zina, he insulted her. The messenger said, don't insult her. This woman has repented her repentance. That if it was divided among 70 families of the people of Medina, she would outweigh their repentance. I want to ask you a question, brothers. Why would somebody want this to be done to them? It's a big thing, right? Capital punishment. She, her son or her child, when she brought it with the bread in her hand, she told the messenger, do the capital punishment. And she said, Ya Rasulullah, give the child to someone else. The reason why these people done it is Allah was big in their eyes. The crimes and the sins that they did, their iman was too big for them to want to face Allah. This is something you tend to see in the companions, radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Like in today, committing zina, going against Allah's command, cheating, no problem. A person would commit zina after marriage and walk around, even talk about it, like nothing happened. These people, this is what it meant to them. I want to mention the benefits that come from khashya. The first thing is al-hidayat was salah. The person becomes guided. The person becomes guided, and success comes from fearing Allah Azza wa Jalla. Allah says, "Inna ma ya'muru masajid Allahi." The ones who fill the house of Allah, the ones who would fill up the house of Allah. Is man amana billahi the one who believes in Allah? And he believes in the day of judgment. الصلاح, and he established the prayer. زكاتة, and he gives the zakat. يخشى, and he doesn't fear. Illallah, only Allah Azza wa Jalla. They're the guided ones. The second benefit that having fear of Allah has is success. Success is for the ones who fear Allah. Allah said, 
anyone who obeys Allah and His Messenger. Allah and He fears Allah. Wayattaqi and He comes with taqwa. Faulaika humul muflihuna. They are the successful one. I'm going to tell you a story. Uh, the story is not authentic, so let's not mention it. Number three. People like stories, huh? Number three. المغفرت والأجر الكبير. The person will gain a lot of reward and forgiveness. Allah said in the ayah, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَخْشَوْنَ رَبَّهُمْ بِالْغَيْبِ The ones who fear Allah in the unseen, they fear Him privately. Allah says, لَهُمْ مَغْفِرَةٌ وَأَجْرٌ كَبِيرٌ They have great reward. Let, let me tell you this story. Abdullah ibn Umar, he said, سَمِعْتُ النَّبِيَّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وسلم. Listen to this story. Abdullah ibn Umar, he said, I heard the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم يُحَدِّثُ حَدِيثًا I heard the Prophet say a hadith one day, a story. Abdullah ibn Umar, he said, Hadithan لو لم أسمعه إلا مرة أو مرتين حتى عد سبعا If I never heard it from him one or two or three or four or five or six or seven, seven times I heard it from him, I wouldn't have told you. But I heard this from him so many times. The messenger repeated this story so many times. Listen to this story. سمعت رسول الله I heard him say كان الكفل من بني إسرائيل A man was from the people of Bani Israel and his name was called Kiflu His name was called what? Kiflu He was from the people of Bani Israel يتورع من ذنب عمله He was لا يتورع He never had ورع He never feared Allah تبارك وتعالى in sins Every sin that came to his mind he will do it Never cared if a sin came to this man, Kifr, he wouldn't hesitate. He will throw himself into it and he will do it. فَأَتَتْهُ إِمْرَأَةٌ A woman came to him one day. فَأَعْطَاهَا سِتِينَ دِينَارًا He said to the woman, here's 60 dinar, let me commit haram with you. فَلَمَّا قَعَدَ مِنْهَا مَقْعَدَ الرَّجُلِ When he sat in the position to fulfill the haram, the woman started to cry and she started to shake. Tears came to her eyes and watered and she cried heavily. And then he said to her, Ma kiki, what is making you cry? Why are you crying like this? Have I coerced you in this, in this action? Am I forcing you? Am I making you doing, do it forcefully? Or are you doing it out of your will? She said, no, it's not because you forced me. But it's an action I've never done and this is something I've truly never committed. It's a crime I've never done. And what is making me do this is the money I need. I only, want this, I only need the money. That's all I'm doing it for. Fakar and poverty has made me reach this. Fakam and the man stood up. And he left her. And he walked away from her. And then he said, Keep the money. Wallahi, by Allah, I will never disobey Allah after this day onwards. فَمَاتَ مِنْ لَيْلَتِهِ He died that, that same night. فَمَاتَ مِنْ لَيْلَتِهِ He died that same night. فَأَصْبَحَ مَكْتُوبًا On the front door of his house, what was written on it was, إِنَّ اللَّهَ قَدْ غَفَرَ لِلْكِفْلِ Allah has forgiven Kifl. Al-Imam Ahmad narrated in his Musnad and Tirmidhi. Another man, Rib'i ibn Hirashin, he said, Another story. Rib ibn Hirashin, he said, Uqbat ibn Amrin said to Hudayfat ibn al-Yaman, 
Shall I not tell you a story I heard from the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? I heard the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say, إِنَّ رَجُلًا حَضَرَهُ الْمَوْتُ A man was on his deathbed. He was about to die. فَلَمَّا يَيْأَسَ مِنَ الْحَيَاتِ He knew he couldn't live anymore. Sickness after sickness after sickness. He realized his illness is severe and he's not going to live. So he said to his children, إِذَا أَنَا مِتُّ If I now die, فَاجْمَعُوا لِي حَضَرًا Bring sticks together. Every one of you go together, bring sticks. Make a fire. وَأُوْقِدُ فِيهِ نَارًا حَتَّى And throw my body in there. Until I turn into ashes. Hold on to the ashes. And wait for a windy day. When the windy day comes, scatter my ashes into the air. Why? Because if Allah brings me together, Allah is going to punish me a punishment that he will not punish anyone like me. I have committed too many crimes. I have to get myself out of, away from him. Allah, all he has to say is, Kun fayakun. That's it. Nothing more, nothing. It's not, he has to be found. The body doesn't need to be found. Kun bi fayakun. Be and it became. Allah asked the man, what made you do what you did? What was it that he said, brothers? One word. I was scared of you. Scholars, they said that he did an act of kufr. Because he questioned whose ability. Huh? He questioned Allah's ability. Allah said, what made you do what you did? And then he said, oh Allah, khashyataka, I was scared of you. And then Allah tabarak wa ta'ala said, udkhulu jannah. Enter jannah. It's a big thing to be scared of Allah azza wa jalla. It's a big thing. This man wanted to run away from Allah. He was scared. That is what took him to jannah. That is what made him be from the what? Inhabitants of jannah. It's a big thing, brothers. Being scared of Allah, brothers, is what's going to save you at the time in this world when you're in a state of loss. Problems have hit you. When you call on to Allah, Allah will listen. Your caller and your prayer and everything. I'll give you a story. And I'll conclude with that story. Salim ibn Abdullah, he said, my father Abdullah ibn Umar said, he said, I heard the messenger mention and say, Three men. They were walking together and they got inside a cave. When they got into the cave, they wanted to sleep and relax. The, the, the cave it locked on them. Inside a cave, in the middle of nowhere. No one knows they're in there. Who can help them? So, when it got locked, the first ones, they said to each other, فَإِنَّهُ لَا يُنْجِيكُمْ مِنْ هَذِهِ السَّخْرَةِ إِلَّا أَنْ تَدْعُوا اللَّهَ عَزَّ وَجَلَّ بِصَالِحَ عَمَالِكُمْ Today, nothing is going to save you. Nothing. Unless you call on to Allah Azza wa Jalla with the best 
action that you ever did. This is what's going to save you today. That's the only thing. No governments, no army, no friends, no colleagues, no neighbors, nothing. Only your actions today. The first one said, I'm going to start. He said, Allahu, Allahu, Allahumma, inna kana li abawani shaykhani kabiran. I had two parents, a mother and a father. I never used to f- give food to anyone before my mom and dad. Whenever I go and I bring the sheeps back and I get the milk, I would make my mother and father drink. I would give them the food. Whatever is left over from what my mother and father, that's what I would give to my children and my family. One day he said, I came late. I found them both sleeping, snoring. I found my mother and what? Both of them were sleeping. Because when the parents reach a particular age, brothers, and they get old, everything is based on their timing. The mother, she wants everything done at that time. The body cannot handle it anymore. She's weak, fragile. Your father is the same. He's weak, fragile. That's the time he wants it. That's the time it should be done for them. So they waited, waited the parents. And with hunger, they slept. The man he said, فَوَجَدْتُ مَا نَائِمَيْنِ I found them both sleeping. And I disliked an أَقْبِضَ قَبْلَهُمَا I was scared, I was disliking to give them milk and the milk to, to my children and my family before my, my mother and father. I didn't want to give anyone to anything. The narration mentioned, and my children were looking up at me and holding me from the leg and saying, Dad, can we have those milk? And I wasn't giving it to them. I was choosing not to give it to them. I stood up next to my mother and father's head, not wanting to wake them up as well. I don't want to tell my mom, wake up. Dad, wake up. I brought the milk for you. Because right now they're snoring. I waited until the fajr came. Standing in front of them. Why am I standing there? Because when they wake up, they don't have to get, oh, we want milk. And call me. I'm ready there. All night I was standing on top of them. Brothers, until the fajr came. And he said, I gave the milk to my mother and my father. They both, they drank, drank their two cups. Then I gave it to my children, my family. Allahumma, oh Allah, he said, إِن كُنْتُ فَعَلْتُ ذَلِكَ بِتِغَاءَ وَجْهِكَ Oh Allah, if I did this for your sake, فَفَرِّجْ عَنَّا مَا نَحْنُ فِيهِ Take us out of this situation that we're in. فَفَرَّجَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمْ Allah moved the rock and moved it slightly. فَفَرَّجَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمْ It moved slightly. مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَسْتَطِيعُونَ الْخُرُوجَ مِنْهُمْ But they couldn't get out. The second one. Listen to the second one. The second one, he said, Allahumma, the second one said, Allahumma kanat li, oh Allah, I used to have, bintu ammin, I had a cousin. There was a cousin of mine. Kanat ahabban nasi ilayya, she was the most beloved woman to me. I loved her so much. Fa'aratuha an nafsiha, one day I wanted to do haram with her. Famtana'at minni, she refused me. She said, go away, what are you talking about? Hatta alamat biha sanatan minas sinina, years went by. Poverty stroke her. No money, no nothing. She came to me. فجاءتني. She came to me at a time of weakness. 
She asked me 120 dinar. I said to her, no problem. Okay, with the condition that we do haram. At the stage that she was in, she said, okay. Again, when she sat, when he sat in the, to do, or, I mean, came to do the haram with her, she said to him, she said to him, Allah. Just the word she said to him, and do not fulfill your desires in that which wasn't for you. Just that word, brothers. At a time when the human haram and the shaitan and the mindset of a man doesn't stop him at this moment. She said to him, Ittaqillah, fear Allah Azza wa Don't do this. The man, what did he do? He stood up from Saraf to Anha. Straight when she said that word to me, I stood up. And I left the money with her. I said, keep the money, it's yours. Allahumma in kuntu fa'altu dhalika. Oh Allah, if I did this for your sake, no one else take us out of this situation. He was scared. Taqillah. The third one, he, Allahumma, he said, oh Allah, inni sta'jartu ujra. This man was a businessman. A man came to him. He gave him his wealth. He gave him sheep and goats. And he told him, look after it for me. When the man left, he took the goats and he looked after it, after it. What he gave him was a handful. The man came back and this man took care of it. And this man was away for too long. And so he looked after it and it gave birth and it gave birth and it gave birth and more and more, more came from it. Years went by. Years came, went by. The owner came and he said, can you give me back my sheep? I just want what, what's mine. Uh, he said, Ya Abdullah, give me back my ajar, give me back what is mine. I said to him, Everything you see here is yours. All of this is yours. And then he said to him, Don't mock me, stop playing around with me. I'm serious, just give me mine, I want to go. He said to him, everything you see is yours. There is nothing mine. All of this is yours. The man took everything. And he didn't stop him. Allahumma in kuntu fa'altu dhalika wajik. The third man said, oh Allah, if I did this for your sake, take us out of this uh, situation. And Allah ta'ala opened the rock and all three of them went. Brothers, these three, if you look at their situation, they were conscious of Allah. No one knew their situation. This is now the time they're talking about it. Hardship is going to come your way. Life is like that rock. It's going to block. What's going to take you out of that situation is what? What you did between you and who? Between you and Allah. Today's topic was Al Khashya. Anything which I have said that was wrong or incorrect is from me and Shaytan and Allah and His Messenger are free from it. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik ashadu wa la ilaha illallah astaghfiruka wa tuwilayh.